What is up, everybody? My name is Daniel Fries. Welcome back to another episode of Stories of the UO, where we talk to different students, professors, faculty of the University of Oregon community, find out more about them, more about what makes them unique. Today, I'm joined with a senior here at the University of Oregon, Alden Schatz. He is a business major and an econ minor, and he created his own business, his own mobile app called Waddle Meal Plan. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself personally, Alden? Is there anything I left out there? Um, let's see, about myself personally, uh, originally from just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Came out to the U of O looking for just a different college experience than staying in the Midwest. Uh, originally was driven here for my love of sports and business and with Nike's influence and the whole Ducks brand, it felt like the right place to be. But once I got to school and started learning a bit more about different areas of business, my focus kind of started to shift a little bit. Um, I like to be outside, I like to ski, go on hikes around Eugene, hang out with buddies. Um, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty straightforward, trying to enjoy my time here being a student as well as uh, focus on my professional career. Yeah, definitely, especially with a few months here winding down for us. Um, you kind of touched on a little bit, but how long have you been interested in business and entrepreneurship and endeavors? For, honestly, for as long as I can remember, back in uh, seventh grade, my twin brother and I went on to create what was called the Soul Treatment at the time, which was a sneaker cleaning um, and refurbishing business. We noticed all of our friends and people around the whole country our age were buying and selling Jordans, Kobe's, LeBron's, but no one really wanted to wear them because they didn't want to get them dirty. And so after about 75 different tries, we finally made a bottled sneaker cleaner and we would have people ship us shoes or we'd sell the, the product by the bottle at events and we were traveling around the country and when we did that I realized like wow you know getting to interact with people and being in an industry I really enjoy and even make some money off it was a really cool experience um, as I got into high school I realized the market kind of changed a little bit and it was no longer what I was directly interested in so I kind of hung up the cleats there but um, I always knew my next endeavor was kind of right around the corner, so really for as long as I can remember. So now then you get to college, you start Waddle Meal Plan. Did you start it your sophomore year, it looked like? Is that when it launched? Yeah, so we actually started working on it our freshman year. Um, at the time, a good friend of mine, Mia Lopez, um, her and I used to always kind of just shoot around business ideas and this idea of let's start a business, let's travel the world. It was a lot of just fun, kind of euphoric energy. and. We get sent home from COVID our freshman year. And I think literally less than a week later, uh, Mia calls me and she tells me her and her dad were talking about some idea. And, you know, I still to this day think it was the luckiest phone call I've ever received because she could have called anyone. And uh, I was the, you know, the recipient of that phone call. So uh, about three years ago, actually, like right around this week. So pretty exciting. Why don't you explain a little bit more about what Waddle Meal Plan is? Yeah, so Waddle was a student dining app uh, that would allow parents to parents or you know guardians to upload funds for their students to spend entirely on school necessities or food. For those that go to the U of O, it's kind of like duck bucks, but you can spend it at local restaurants and grocery stores. We always knew there was a meal plan that was specifically targeted for freshmen, but it was once you got off campus, there was kind of a big question mark of. You know, how do I separate my food finances from the rest of my budget? Not something most people are taught. They're kind of just expected to know. And most people, there's quite a learning curve. 
And so part of the business was wanting to educate people on financial literacy. And then the other part was kind of making a more trustworthy system for parents to you know, financially support their students and know that the money was being spent as intended. Um, so that was kind of the, the gist of it from the get-go. How did that idea originate? It sounded like you being a freshman at the time definitely had a big impact on it, but how exactly did it come to be? So I think in part I was having thoughts about how frustrated I was eating the same Hamilton breakfast sandwich every day for like 50 days in a row. And although I do miss those Hamilton breakfast sandwiches now, a few years later, at the time it was, it was the uh, you know, repetition that was killing me a little bit. I wish I had more options. Um, and so while I was having some thoughts along those lines, Mia's older brother went to the University of Colorado in Boulder, and there they had this third-party off-campus meal plan idea. And when she was talking about it with her dad and her brother, they realized that the U of O would be a great you know, additional market for an idea like this, Boulder being almost as similar to the U of O as any other university in the country. And so um, total credit to the Lopez family for kind of the, the spark of of the idea to bring it here to U of O. And you have, you've alluded to the fact, and we've been talking earlier, that you've just learned obviously so much from doing this. It's not in business anymore, but still um, you value so much what you learned. I know you probably can go on for hours about what you've learned, but maybe some of the most important, crucial things that you took from the business. Um, we'll go with some of the best, I think, key takeaways for me now reflecting over the last few years. Uh, one would be that as a student founder or student entrepreneur, I think it's really important to find a co-founder and doing this journey by yourself is extremely difficult. It's extremely time consuming. It's frustrating. There's a huge learning curve. And even if your co-founder is a first time founder themselves, having someone to go through the ringer with and bounce ideas off of and divvy up responsibilities, I think is a really, really key kind of takeaway from my experience as a student founder. Uh, another one would be just being consistent. You know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of distractions at school, you know, between academics and social life and personal life or whatever it might be. Um, you, you really have to stay disciplined and, and get up every day knowing, you know, why it is what you're doing what you're doing and really got to make out the time to kind of tackle those things. Did you have a personal favorite deal or maybe restaurant that you started going to a lot more after the app launched? Um, I think the per my personal favorite might have also been the friend the the fan favorite as well, which was Dollar Subs at J Mike's on a lot of Wednesdays. Uh, we saw a huge take up in sales there, and just kind of the word around the street was, "Wow, I can go get a sub for a dollar at J Mike's through Waddle." Damn, I wish I I wish I knew about you guys earlier. That sounds I would have taken advantage of that every single week. Um, I want to pivot to your guys' social media. I looked at it a little bit. Um, it's really neatly done. I noticed you even were modeling there a few times. That was pretty cool. Um, how was that organized? Do you have someone who's in charge of that? Do they have their own social media plan? Uh, talk us through how you guys handle social media. Yeah, I wish I could give you the specifics on the social media plan, but absolutely full credit to my co-founder, Mia, for taking the entirety leg of that. Uh, she worked with the AHA team quite a bit. Um, but Mia and then one of the Waddle members, Kira Pacific, and a few others really contributed to just kind of the entire aesthetic and the brand image. And um, about 12 months into running the business, we did a complete 180 with our brand image and you know everything along those lines. So I think the marketing was really important because we tried to dance uh, you know, a thin line between 
being a trustworthy source to parents, but also fun and engaging to students. And that was kind of a difficult, you know, interaction between the two. Um, but I think, you know, those girls in the AHA team did a fantastic job of, of making that happen. And we've talked about a little bit how you guys are no longer in business. Uh, what, what went into that decision? You know, I think when you launch a business or, you know, any type, you start working on any type of venture, um, there's a lot of reflection that comes with that. And when looking at, you know, what was going wrong with our business, what was going right, in order to fix kind of the key mechanics of the business model that needed to be, needed to be fixed, as well as expanded to other universities, we really would have had to raise more money. You know, it required additional resources. And although Mia and I believed we could have tackled those challenges, we really needed to look in the mirror and, and you know, think, is this what we want to do for the next five, 10 years, 15 years of our life? You know, do we feel responsible taking money from, you know, additional investors if we're not 100% in the door? And the short answer was, you know, for me at first was, I don't think I could do this the rest of my life. My passion wasn't necessarily, you know, student meal plans. I really loved the whole starting a business idea and really getting into it. And it is something I absolutely believed in. And I do still think for anyone listening that business model could really work well here uh, with some changes. Um, so, you know, it was, it was a bit of a harsh decision. It required probably six, eight months of thinking about it and, and really reflecting, but it really just came down to really strong communication with our investors, with our mentors, and then, you know, internally with our team. It sounds like it was definitely a mature decision, though. Um, you guys knew who you were, who the business was. Um, I credit you guys for that. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Shark Tank and a lot of entrepreneurs on that show. Um, they'll be young, younger than you, maybe like 18 years old. And it's funny because they always talk about how they learn so much more on like being on the show and trial and error through having their own business than actually being in class. Um, I want to know through someone who's actually started their own business, how true do you think that is? And if you can just explain a little bit more. Yeah, I think there's a big question in the entrepreneurial community, whether or not you go to college, whether or not you start a business as a college student, how value that academic education really is. To me, I think both um, are kind of a necessity to really formulate your full perspective on what it takes and what you're interested in the business world. I think, you know, outside of the classroom, I learned a completely different set of challenges. Um, those that I'll forever be grateful for. And I you know, I don't want to deteriorate anyone from going to school, and so I can't say they were more valuable than my academic education, but I think the two hand-in-hand hand really formulated some of the things I was learning, um, gave me a lot of the tools and resources. A lot of my professors I'd go to for advice and mentorship, and they, you know, knew a lot of the specifics about things we were trying to tackle, and so I think the two hand-in-hand hand are a really valuable uh, kind of combination. Would you do... Would you have done anything differently if you could have gone back? I think the biggest area where we struggled internally was really just uh, utilizing the data that we had to make more data-driven decisions. I think this being our first go-around really at a, at a formalized business, there was a lot of gut and intuition that went into every decision. And Although that's probably a similar state for a lot of first-time founders, um, I think moving forward, uh, a, a focus of mine before any next venture would be, you know, understanding how data works, how, how to use it to make decisions moving forward, and really looking at the numbers as key metrics on, on you know, testing different levers and, and switching different outputs of the business model. 
it sounds like you've had definitely a rich past of entrepreneurship of business. So it doesn't sound like you have any intention of dropping that in the future. If, um, if my, if, if I'm hearing this correctly, um, maybe what do you see yourself in a dream scenario working in your future? Maybe a few jobs, maybe one job. What would you like to do? It's a great question. Um, I think down the road, I just want to, you know, positively impact as many people as I can and, I'm not sure how I'll do that or where I'll do that or through what medium, but I think um, to use my my drive for curiosity and wanting to learn and, and combine that with my passion and my confidence, I think together that could brew up a pretty special recipe to uh, to be able to really leave an impact and a legacy on this planet and you know hopefully turn around and, and change some of the outcome for a lot of people. While I got you here as a young entrepreneur, do you have any other ideas brewing that you've been thinking about or no? Uh, yeah, I'll throw one out there because I'm on my door out and I don't think this is something I'm going to tackle. Um, also, within the meal plan route, my original idea was kind of like a Venmo system for the dorm points. I know so many people don't use their full week's worth of points or leave for winter break or spring break. and you know, you almost just wish you could like send those points to a friend or you guys can trade off or do whatever currency you want. So some sort of Venmo-ish system for the internal uh, like student meal plan system. Yeah, that would have been that would have been too perfect with how much we use Venmo. Um, what advice would you give to any young entrepreneur that's looking to launch a business, looking to um, do more with their idea? What would you give advice to them? My two would be, you know, it's really easy to look from the stands at the people on the field and, and judge how they're doing their things and how you would do something different. But I think there's tremendous value of being the man in the arena, just getting in there, figuring it out as you go. It's very frustrating at times. You'll wake up thinking about your idea. You'll go to bed thinking about it. Um, but I think just tackling it uh, and not fearing failure. You know, for me as a student launching a venture, Failure was always kind of on the back burner because even if it did fail, I would just go right back to being a college student, but now with a whole bank and wealth of information and knowledge and having learned about myself in a specific industry. And so I think you take that failure and you put it in your back pocket and look at, you know, really all the opportunities that come out of it. And then number two would be, you know, really seeking guidance and mentorship. Um, being so young, you most likely don't know, you know, a deep amount of information about a specific thing. You might have a lot of general and broad knowledge, which is great. Um, but there's people that have, you know, devoted their entire life to learning about specific subjects and areas. And, you know, so don't be afraid to reach out to a professor or a friend's parent or a colleague or whoever it might be. And, you know, ask them for help with your bookkeeping or your finances or marketing or how do you manage people and, you know, how do you create a team? And so create you know just a vast network and, and web of help and mentorship and guidance i'm curious who are some of those um professors or maybe colleagues besides your your partner mia who helped you guys along the way yeah a few here at the U of O uh, absolutely were pivotal in our success the first person first non-family member we ever spoke to about waddle was nathan lilligard and he's the former director of the entrepreneurship center and still a professor here at the university um, Andrew Moreland, who's the CFO at the Duck Store, helped us a lot with our kind of accounting and financial side. Keith Frazee, who is um, 
I believe one of the directors of the human resources department here at the U of O just really helped us with how do you manage a team? How do you create benefits? How do you get employees excited? Um, Dr. Chris Winter, um, she was probably our biggest supporter through the run and to have VPs at the university that are willing to meet with us and support us and connect us to the right people, um, you know, really made us proud to be docs at the end of the day. My last question for you, even though the business still isn't around, um, just stalking your guys' Instagram, trying to picture um, what you guys were like, you know, a few years ago. It seemed like you guys were definitely really successful. I saw you guys won some awards. Um, can you talk about those and just what it was like to be um, awarded by the University of Oregon community? Yeah, so growing up, I always played sports. Mia, uh, she always played sports and actually came here to play D1 Beach Volleyball. Um, so total kudos to her for making a really difficult decision to hang up the volleyball shoes and actually put on the, the founder hat. That was a decision she had to make. But early on, we were kind of combined our interest in business and our love for competing and signed up for as many pitch competitions and you know business kind of competitions that we could. And those were really fun and engaging. Um, but it got to a point where they became a little distracting. You know, there were real business problems we had to focus on and we were so caught up on, you know, fine tuning a pitch deck or a one pager that, um, you know, maybe after the first year or so it, it did become a little distracting. Um, but it's great practice. You get good mentorship and you can even win some free money. So it's pretty exciting. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Um, yeah, that's all I got for you all that I think you gave lots of great advice for any young entrepreneur, just any young person who's looking to have their idea out there on some kind of platform. Um, thank you so much for taking the time today. And um, I wish you the best with the rest of your endeavors. I wish you the best with the rest of this term. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you having me.